Guru Nation, welcome to episode 432 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, you're about to hear Deborah Adams, a very special interview. I'm always proud of our CRA Academy alumni. And Deborah Adams is a self-starter. I mean, her story is amazing. She actually, I didn't even realize this. I mean, I remember it happening, but I didn't realize it till right before the interview that she actually didn't pass the class the first time and she had to retake it again. And to so many people, that right there would have just been the end of it. But instead, she got better, she improved, and she landed a job out of that next class faster than just about anyone else I can think. So now she works for a large academic medical center and she's well on her way to realizing her research goal of becoming a CRA. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. Definitely reach out to Deborah. Her uh, LinkedIn profile is in the show notes. If you're interested in the CRA Academy, our August class is actually full now completely full our next class is going to be in january but we do have crc academy starting up in september links to both of those are in the show notes if you want to start a site okay text me 949-415-6256 also if you want to improve your branding online and you want to just like deborah's doing and you want to increase your opportunities by leveraging the power of social media and the power of fellow Guru Nation members, check out for only five bucks a month, my Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Uh We have a monthly mastermind. We have weekly videos on strategies and tactics you can use to uh, increase your opportunities on social media. So check that out, patreon.com slash Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, Guru Nation. Welcome back to another episode. These are my favorite of all episodes. We interview former students from the CRA mm-hmm. Academy who get hired and Deborah. So we have Deborah Adams. She just got hired by a large academic institution we won't mention who it is but it's not hard to find out if you connect with deborah on linkedin her links are in the show notes so linkedin is like huge for you guys you guys need to network uh these are my favorite kind of episodes because first of all we have a lot of students that do go on to get hired i would say about half of the students within six months of taking the course get hired in some capacity in research, but I don't get to interview that many, Deborah. Like a lot of people get hired and then they just, they don't have time for the interview. Some are nervous, I understand, but I always love it when I get someone who wants to come on because there's going to be a lot of people wanting to reach out to you now too. Right. Uh, Like Monica was a recent one, Monica Katri. I think she was in your class initially and uh, you know, she's already on like her third job in the industry. And it's crazy. Wow. So we could talk about that too with your case. Uh, but first of all, thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. I knew I had to after uh, being a part of your academy and what you guys do in the process of getting a job. I was like, this is the least I could do. <laughs> thank you. 
because because I'm ner- I get nervous too. But I'm like, it'll it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's At gonna be to more than fine. Out there, yeah. It's, it'll be beyond fine. It's the first step of like building your brand too. Because just because you're an employee doesn't mean you don't have a personal brand in research, you know, and especially you with a LinkedIn now. So you're going to have, I mean, this is just the beginning. You're going to have job recruiters reaching out to you. Hopefully the organization you're working with is going to keep you happy there. Uh, But that's, that's one of the problems with the research is the high turnover. We could talk a little bit about that too, but the hardest part of all is getting in, getting your first job and you just got it and you took the long route. You took the scenic route to get there, Deborah. Right. So how explain what happened. You joined the CRA Academy, like not this last class, but the, was it October? October 2019, yes. October 2019, you joined. And what, what happened during that class? I was, okay, I enrolled like a student, like everyone else. Uh, the class was really informative. I loved how it kept you on your toes with assignments, exams, midterms, quizzes. I loved that aspect of it. Uh, But towards the end, I did kind of get comfortable with, I guess, just getting busy with other things going on in my life that I didn't make it to the finale to where I would pass and get into the internship. Because that was like the main goal also was to get the internship, to gain that experience, to put on my resume, put on LinkedIn. So I chose to, I saw it as an investment doing like me getting into this industry and like, okay, to get to do this internship, I'm going to have to what redo the class, which I did in February. I was able to join the second week in February. So I uh, was prepared knowing uh, what I learned previously from October to what I'll be learning in February. So I knew the organ, I knew the, um, the schedule, like all that I already knew. It was just for me to be on top of all my assignments, which I did. And I'm so happy I was, um, and just getting help from you, Chris, Vincent, like the whole crew, y'all are like so, so helpful. Um, so that that was a good, um, like second time around to really prepare myself and be grounded in what I'm trying to do here. And yeah, you, was, you might be the first you might be the first one to that just goes to show you like it's not really a lot of people like put too much uh emphasis on failures and your failure mm-hmm. really didn't really have much to do with your value as a person or as a as as a job candidate it just was timing right like the yeah. holidays that october class was weird because it ends right around the holidays when people start getting busy right. uh but but now you have like you were in the February class, so you had to retake it. You had to pay the fee. We used to not charge yeah. a fee, Deborah. But here's why we charge the fee now: uh, we, the people who would fail would end up failing again the next class. So we wanted to make sure that there's like some more skin in the game for. Yeah. And and you're the first one, honestly, that I can remember who repeat and got hired just like that. You know, like as soon as the internship started. Yes. Yes. It was worth it. I didn't think it'll be that soon. I, I really thought from uh, interviews you've done, like when I hear people say, you know, they applied uh, to hundreds of places, maybe it took over a year. I kind of had that that might happen to me, especially with COVID that, oh, this might really be a mm-hmm. process, but I was willing to to do it. Like I just yeah. knew 
day somebody who's gonna say yes we want you i mean every class has their issues like yours was right around ended right around the holidays so there's a lot of distractions there and then like this may class was like in the middle of covid right and now we have the august class this is our biggest class ever in august i had a question from a viewer um and because this is you can help him okay because he he's not a student of ours but he's just somebody who follows me on instagram and he's frustrated so third round of interviews and i was told i wasn't advancing uh because they were looking for more patient slash clinical experience uh of the people who interviewed me one worked as a butcher one a boston red sox groundkeeper and one had a degree in accounting so he's kind of confused why he's not getting hired i told him it's a numbers game just keep going i mean look this is like related to what you were saying or what i was saying like just because you failed the class the first time or like in this guy's case just because he went to one interview and they happen to choose someone else that has no reflection really on you like that just could be that guy was the other guy they hired was a better fit if i go i've been in this industry 15 years i bet you if i go to 10 interviews this week i'm only getting maybe half of those jobs like offered right it's, it has nothing to do with me it's just timing like maybe they don't want me yeah but like who knows but like people people uh are too hard on themselves i think when it comes to this so i'm glad you weren't i'm glad you weren't rejection emails will make you feel that way and i totally get it but i guess i just you just have to think like okay i wasn't meant for that position i wasn't meant to be a part of this company to kind of keep you moving and motivated that the one that does it will hire you is out there that will definitely hire you that's right you use the use the fuel use the the hater they're not really haters but use the negativity as fuel for your yes. you know to, to to propel you forward like michael jordan when he got uh, in the hall of fame you know in high school he was benched uh, and and some other guy i think his name was like larry something he mm-hmm. was given the spot over Michael Jordan, and that fueled Michael Jordan's entire career to the point where when he got his Hall of Fame speech, he invited that guy, that that player, to the ceremony. So that really, like, that propelled him. So I think a lot of people should look at job hunting the same way. Like, just because they don't want you and, and they don't see the value, first of all, maybe you didn't show them the value, or maybe right. they just really saw somebody else that was a better fit for them. Doesn't mean you're not good. Right. Right. It so is. I'm really glad that you had the right attitude, even failing. I know failing the class uh, sucks because who wants to take it again? You just put three months into it. Now you're going to have to do it again, pay like another fee to take it. I, think I honestly did not mind again because I knew it was. I just, it, it would be a difference if there was a gap. I gave myself a gap and maybe joined the August class. Like, oh, let me give myself a break. But I was like, no, I just finished. <laughs> let me keep it going because I won't forget what I just learned. That's It'll right. be just competitive, but more focused on what I need to do to get to get done to pass and move on to do the internship. I like the that. goal is learning it to get that internship mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. for sure and then you did the internship and uh yeah. what was the like what did you how did the internship help you it's a breast cancer study do you think that helped you with your interview like with your job interview 
Yes, because even though we didn't get to physically go to California, I like that we were able to still walk in the shoes of a CRA um, um, based on the software that they may use. It, ours was slightly different, but we had the idea of what it was to be a CRA with uh, verifying documents, knowing the drug and how to do a report. And yeah, it, it did help me because I mean, I'm not, my position is not exactly a CRA, but it's still along the line of a clinical, uh, clinical researcher. So, and the way I had that on my resume was something that they, they it, it stood out to them apart from my uh, previous experience too, because I have a background in EMR systems. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So that kind of all together helped in some, in yeah. something that's what is that EMR? We had other students that had that background too. There's like a, oh, I just did someone's resume. Did I ever do your resume too? No. I never did your resume and you still got the job. Look, guys, all you got to do is take the class. And uh, and by the way, taking the classes, like I understand not everybody can afford it. Right. You can still go find intern. You can educate yourself online, watch the videos, like Get the book. It's only like 30 bucks. And mm-hmm. then go to clinics near you and say, hey, I want to volunteer here, but I noticed you guys don't have a Facebook page or an Instagram page. How about I run that for you for free? And in exchange, you let me volunteer or do anything. I don't know what right. people's skills, people have different skill sets. But right. there's ways to get the internship. This is not, I love the testimonial for CRA Academy, but the point of this video is not really to get more students we have a full class like in our next one's not till january so it's not about that it's about inspiring somebody out there on the other end of this video right right so so deborah like how many did you have to apply to how many uh companies yeah like how many applications did you send out um so i made it a job for myself so minimum a day one there were days where I didn't maybe because um, the primary places I looked was um, Indeed and LinkedIn. Those were okay. my, the two go-tos for me. Those are my and go-tos also. Those are the best ones. Yeah, And sometimes the jobs posting is not maybe something I may qualify for or I felt not my not up my alley as far as maybe a little too advanced and I won't apply. Because uh, sometimes there won't be a job posting that I can apply to available on that day. Okay. But when there is and there's multiples, I would just knock out all the ones I felt I could do that I would be qualified for. If it was slightly above what I could do, I still applied because I'm like, you never know. Some of them may be willing to train you or work with you, work with your experience and what you have. Mm-hmm. But I minimum try to apply at least one post a day. Wow. Okay. And the one, so how many interviews did you actually get? Like from, did you do any interviews where they, they rejected you? Definitely. Yes. You did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, for June, I believe I applied to various places and one interview seemed really promising as far as the way we spoke and the things they asked me, I felt like I nailed it inside of me. I really did. And then I didn't hear back. I reached out maybe after a week because it was a position they were looking. They were uh, interviewing four people, but only two spots to fill. Mm. And when I when she responded, she said it was a tough decision, but we've uh, chosen the two candidates that we wanted. So I said, OK. 
And she said, if we do need anyone to, if they need any more people to hire, they would reach out if I would still be interested. And I did say yes, but I never heard back from them. So I moved on and kept applying. Okay. Okay. Do, do you feel like you got better each time you interviewed? Yes, definitely. I would say my confidence increased because I kind of had an idea of the kind of questions they're going to ask me, though this interview I did versus that one, the questions were kind of completely different, but it's still I still have an idea of what they will ask. Mm. Um, it's not always easy because you don't know what you're get walking into as far as what, what they want to know about you. But I'm I feel pretty confident the way I do my interviews. Okay, I think it's like once I'm in it, I'm in it. I can't yeah. really run or hide. I'm. It's just whatever you ask me, I'm gonna answer. You seem like I was. You mentioned confident already like twice, and I was. It's funny when you were talking, I was thinking the same thing. Like you, what? How? Like what made you so confident? Were you always this way? You seem very confident, no. like if a very confident person. Me, oh, if you meet me, you'll know I am the shyest person. Like even for doing the podcast if i can't i was like i felt like i was doing the interview again i'm like oh my gosh i'm so nervous it's not that bad right we're just talking it is it really isn't i'm like just do it and again it'll it could help somebody out there and i think my mind just pro is programmed to where once i'm in it i'm in it i can't like run i can't be like oh i'm sorry i have to go now i have i just have to start talking yeah you answering my uh, the questions and explaining and well i think there's something there because like your self-starter mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out why because you're in you were in our academy yes i didn't even realize until before this interview that you took the class once and had to retake it i didn't even know until you told me yeah. so that sh that tells me that you know even though like i do the mock interviews for people who are about to get hired and it's like sometimes people, I mean, there's no problem with doing that. I'll do it with anybody from the class as long as you're doing the internship. Uh, but you didn't even reach out. Like you were confident to the point where you were like self-starter. There's got to be something there. And I think that, I don't know if it's a skill or just like a trait that you have, comes off as positive in your interviews. I, I wonder if that's there's something to that there possibly because my fiance we both watch you by the way so i've seen your interviews instagram youtube i've seen them all and i pick a, a little i pick a little bit from almost all your interviews. even victoria i kind of connected with her because uh, she was um in towards the end of our class in february she spoke yeah which was helpful i learned from her um, and he told me to send my resume and I was just like, no, I think that's where the shyness kicks in. Cause I'm like, I know my resume was not going to be like looked bad or anything, but I was just like, I want to try on my own first. I think that's where I, I kind of, like, let me try my own first, see how far I go. And then I can seek more help. And that's going, the fact that you did that and that you succeeded like pretty much on your own. Uh, meaning without my help doing the CV or like coaching you, even though you could have got all that too, uh, it's going to continue to build your confidence in the future because you're just getting started in research. I mean, you started like basically at an entry-level position with a big institution. The goal is still CRA for you? Yes, definitely. 
definitely yes yeah so you're you're on the right track like people are going to find your linkedin they're going to network with you there's no reason why you can't be a cra and working right. for i know the institution you're going to work for i mean that's going to look great on your cv and they actually have cra's within as well yeah. so once you get in and get comfortable you can start talking to hr about hey how do i get on this track but keep building your linkedin keep networking uh, okay. One of our newest uh, instructors, Ashley Margot, uh, she teaches people like how to use their LinkedIn to build their personal brand. So you're doing that, like just okay. by doing this podcast, and now you're gonna have people reaching out to you. So it's <laughs> really, it's really cool. Like, what is your one-year plan, and then like maybe your five-year plan? One year will definitely be in the position I am in now uh, to get my feet wet and know really how this position just really be very familiar with this position and do it really well and then from there work my way up if it's not immediately cra i can go up to a, a crc and just um but by the fifth year i would love to have made it to a senior and cra mm -hmm, level mm -hmm. for sure are you going to be doing oncology stuff with it where you're at right now yes i will be okay okay uh, a cancer drug yes and did you put the because in the internship we do breast cancer did you put that on your cv i did i wasn't wow <laughs> they didn't we did no okay and it wasn't on purpose i think i it just it just you know because you, you apply so much i don't yeah. i guess it's good to go back to your resume to kind of maybe make some changes that will apply to that position, but I didn't do that. And it That's could okay. have been innocently forgetting to yeah. add, um, add that to it. But no, but it's okay. I mean, I was just asking because I'm wondering if that was, you know, okay. if they saw the oncology experience and they decided to give you, but it didn't. So that even more reason for you people out there who are not in the academy, like what's right. stopping you from doing what Deborah did? I mean, really, right. you're just stopping yourself. Look at Deborah didn't wait for anybody's permission. No, just kept going. I guess you ain't really, especially you know it's something you want. Like you've, you've heard about it. You knew it's something you can do. Because I'm coming from a contract EMR background to say, so I knew I wanted to transition into this industry. I felt I align well with it and it'll be beneficial to myself and um, having a family that all around it it would just work for me and my family wow very sure. good when did you yeah. start your linkedin profile so it's been on and off uh but i officially got it running this year i think okay. really when i was when i completed my um the academy yeah and it changed it up a little bit to align with what i'm doing now and now you're gonna have a bunch now that you're in you're going to have a bunch of recruiters reaching out to you. See, the hard part's just getting in. Once you're in, I mean, you can go many places with your, you know, once your foot is in the door. Right, exactly. But you're at a good place where I think they can have you. Uh, there's a lot of upward mobility in that organization for sure. Uh, it's just a matter of getting in, getting your feet wet. Thank you so much for coming on and wanting to do the podcast. It wasn't that bad, right? It was uh, just a no, conversation. It wasn't. Yeah, it was good. And any, anyone who wants to reach out to Deborah, okay, like you're now you're inspiring others. Just like we had Monica on before, Monica Catry. She's getting hit. We did that interview like six months ago. She's getting hit up like uh, 
almost every week by somebody else. So, Deborah, you're going to be like somebody who people are reaching out to and say, hey, how'd you get in? Help me out. This and that. So, you're building your brand. You're building your network, which is really good, really important for you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. And thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. And uh, we definitely got to keep in touch, Deborah. We got to definitely, follow yes. up and see how things are going. And you're welcome to come whenever you get your feet settled and things get safer with traveling. You can come to California and still yes. do the internship with us if you want, because um, it'll yes. still prepare you for the uh, CRA stuff. Awesome. Awesome. I definitely will. Good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. And we'll catch you all later. Bye-bye. So, hey, everybody, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, And also go to theclinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, You can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to theclinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.